welcome to Awake to Oneness. <laughs> yes, welcome to Awake to Oneness Radio. I am Caroline Chang, your host. The mission of Awake to Oneness Radio is to inspire the world to awaken to the universal truth of oneness. Science is now teaching us that everything is energy, and that energy is interconnected and interdependent. In essence, that energy is one thing. Now, ancient wisdom and uh, ancient wisdom and spirituality has been teaching the truth of oneness for eons, and now science is actually catching up. But this isn't even new science. The science of quantum physics is over 100 years old. So the fact that we are literally all one should be something that we know as a humanity. And when mankind awakens to the universal truth of oneness, there will be peace on earth. Today's show topic is healing artists with Tina Crystal. Welcome, Tina, to Awake to Oneness Radio. Thank you so much. I appreciate this uh, uh, invitation. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much. And please share with our listeners your journey, your, your journey on this path to spiritual awakening. Please share your journey with our yes. listeners. Absolutely. Well, I would say I've always been spiritual. I, 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 was, I remember being a, quite a young child and, and seeing myself uh, from above myself, uh, floating above, um, and many different, uh, things that had happened when I was a youngster. Um, and so it was never to, to me, it was never any different than, um, I mean, I always felt different than other children, <laughs> my friends and family, all of my family. Right. Um, but as time went, uh, went along, uh, you know, I was just doing what came natural to me, which was to uh, constantly be curious about the planet, about the, you know, stars, galaxies. Um, I was uh, into astrology. I mean, I read every book I could get my hands on, Edgar Cayce, you know, every, every single thing that had anything to do with outside of us, because I always believed that there was so much more than we were being told. Yes. And I was just not comfortable with just pretending that that was the truth. So um, I was always just curious about everything. And, um, and I was doing automatic writing when I was, you know, I had two young children at home. Uh, and I, then I had a few little anomalies that were starting to happen in my home. And it made me worried uh, that I was that I didn't have enough knowledge to be doing this right mm. it seemed natural to me at the time but then with these other things that were happening it sort of scared me a little bit okay um, and I set my spirituality aside okay um, I be, I mean I was still spiritual but I didn't do anything about it so I, I, I just sort of went into the real world I started two different businesses um, um, just started doing what I guess my, you know, what my family uh, expected me to do, right? Yes. Um, the world and society expected me to do, and and I just did that. So, um, and I I would say, you know, that ha that went on for you know probably twenty years, okay, you know, mm -hmm. at least fifteen or so. 
And, um, but I started getting about 2012, I started getting real strong pings, real strong pings, you know, heart desires that I need to be doing something different. And even though I still had my own business, mm-hmm. I, I want to do something bigger. And, and right. um, just about that time, I, which I always believe is a gift from spirit, um, I learned to paint just randomly. I uh, started painting. And I was painting like a painting a day for, for mm-hmm. about a month, for about a month and a half. Okay. And then suddenly my youngest son, which would be my third, uh, third child, um, he passed away and uh, suddenly. Okay. And my world changed in that moment. And that was what year? That was six years ago, 19, yeah, 19, uh, 2000, uh, let's see, what is, six years ago, whatever that was. Okay, 2014? <laughs> Yes, thank you. Okay, that's the same same year my son transitioned six years ago. Yes, 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 and it was just last month. So um, okay, well then they were a month apart then. Kyle transitioned on um, July first, two thousand fourteen. Oh, Chase is my son's name, and he transitioned on August third. Okay, so matter of fact, August third is the date that we had Kyle's um, memorial service at the lake. It wasn't a service, sorry. It was a memorial picnic celebration on August 3rd that year um, at the lake. And now I have a picnic celebration every year on the first weekend of July. But that year when he transitioned, we had it on August 3rd. Um, wow. the, so the, the date your son Chase transitioned is the day I we celebrated Kyle's memorial at the lake. It was a picnic. It was a cookout. His his best friend is a DJ. We had the DJ. It was a celebration for true. Yes. So and, it was and great. same thing. Uh, we had a uh, a drum circle. Um, we we had it uh, like it was it was kind of like a a Woodstock kind of thing. We had yes. you know, music and, um, you know, we had everything there that he would have liked. It was about him. Yes, 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 yes. And so please share more about Chase for us. Uh, so um, you say he transitioned six years ago, August 3rd. So how did, and you said it was sudden. So sh- share that with us if you like. So uh, he, uh, at, at um, oh, uh, around the age of uh, 16, he started, uh, he'd always been high anxiety, um, okay. always felt, um, he was very sensitive, very sensitive. He was definitely a star child. I mean, yes. you know, very, very sensitive, um, star child. And he, uh, was brilliant, brilliant. And, and he knew too much. And even with me, I will always say that I didn't listen to him as I should have because he, he would he would always tell me things like you know why are you working this hard why aren't you just doing what your heart wants oh my goodness you know because yeah. he knew I was doing what I thought I should and not what my you know my true purpose was and he knew that instinctively and he knew that with all of his friends he was just very very um um I don't know just just right. knowledge, knowing all knowing intuitive yes. So, uh, and very talented. He did, you know, fire, uh, um, spin, fire spinning, 
Um, he, he, he just did everything. He could do anything. He was very much into sustainable energy and all of that. Um, hippie child, but, uh, mm -hmm. you know, he did everything natural. That was his thing. But he did start um, relying on, on um, alternative ways to calm himself. Okay. And, um, and that was the beginning of what would be um, three trips to um, uh, rehab, I guess. Um, okay. And over the over the next five five years or so. Mm -hmm. um, but by twenty by twenty one, he was over, he was great. He was about to graduate with from sustainable um, building and doing great. Just moved into an apartment a few months before that. Um, I finally, as a mother, felt like I could breathe again, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um, and I got a phone call when I was in Alaska traveling from him, and about five days before mm -hmm. this, and I said, no, I know that voice, I know that feeling, and I knew that he was back on, and um, we'd seen each other, it wasn't um, uh, my father's 80th birthday he was supposed to come and he didn't show up and that was a sure sign right that something was was wrong um but then and then we were supposed to meet two days later and um talk about what was happening uh i i knew what was happening and uh right. that was the morning that i found out that okay. he was gone okay transition transition so he was 23 years old at that time 23. and um, mm -hmm. 23 23 mm -hmm. Yes, beautiful child, just beautiful yes. heart, beautiful, tall, six foot three. <laughs> I, I'm laughing because he sounds like Kyle was six two. I'm five, one and a half. <laughs> oh my God. And Kyle was six, is six, is six. And he, every time I say was, he corrects me. Kyle yes. is six two. Kyle was 29 when he transitioned. So, mm -hmm. oh my goodness, they're, they're, they're together right this second. I feel Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. There are no accidents. Absolutely. All is in yeah. perfect divine timing. Yes. That's right. That's right. Yes. So at that point, my life changed that moment. Not yes. only uh, did I go deeply into uh, a sadness, as you can imagine, um, but I knew that my painting, there was a reason that that magically appeared a month mm -hmm. before that, because I started painting literally all of my emotions. Yes. And I painted and I painted and I painted. I, I probably did that for two years, two and a half years. And I, I just never stopped painting. My whole house is covered with my paintings. Awesome. Um, and I, I wouldn't say I necessarily was good, but boy, was it necessary. It was what I needed. Um, and then I, and you know, I had a business at the time. I was in uh, uh, staffing, you know, I had a staffing company um, and I just, it was all I could take to be in the corporate world. I couldn't do it anymore. I so I started, to, went to Arizona to visit my mom and, um, and uh, this house came to me. I said, well, I'm going to throw out an offer and it, they took it. And um, I, I just started diving in back into my spirituality at that point. So for a living, I'm a, a Kaushik records guide. Okay. Um, I do. I'm a Reiki master. Um, mm -hmm. I just do so many, so many, so many different things. Mm -hmm. um, heart math, certified heart math coach. Yes, um, love heart math. I talk about yeah. I talk about heart math all the time. Love it. 
Yeah. HeartMath is what got me through. When I, when I discovered HeartMath and knowing what the heart can do, yes. um, when you're focused on that heart, uh, it changed everything for me. I pulled myself out of that deep depression. I, I began to live my life again. I have two older children. Yes. Um, and I became engaged again in, in their lives as, as their mother and a grandmother. Yes. And I have now five grandchildren, which oh, you know, I beautiful. I yeah, two in Washington and three in California. Okay. And so, um, you know, kind of, it's kind of the rest is history. He started, Chase started talking to me. Okay. Um, and telling me, you know, first you need to get, you need to get up and get going. You have a lot to do. Yeah. You're wasting time. Okay. Mince any words with me. I mean, he was, you know, and I was hearing him quite clearly. Yeah. Um, and we spoke many, many, many times. And mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I always feel like it was the silver lining to all of that was the gift of getting my real life, my heart's desires, life back. Yes. I, I agree with you a thousand percent. In my first reading, Kyle told me, Mom, you have a lot of work to do and you're doing it. And that part doing it, I actually have his voice on tape saying, doing it from that reading with Suzanne Giesman. And so, and he says he's very proud of the show. I launched my show six months after Kyle's transition. It was just spirit woke me up in the middle of the night and said, just do it. And I was obedient. And so Kyle has come through saying he's very proud of the show. He's the co-host of the show. And he said, Ma, you have a lot of work to do and you're doing it. So exactly the kind of the message that Chase was set, giving you like, Ma, get up. You got work to do. You know? That's right. Yes. Move on. Yes. Move on. Yes. Yes. No more sitting around feeling sorry for yourself. And, yes. and I was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's very understandable. Yes. I was blessed because I was blessed because Kyle was supposed to transition almost three years before he actually transitioned. And so I was blessed to be prepared for his yes. transition. So when he transitioned, I was at complete peace, knowing that he wasn't gone, knowing that he um, he everything happens in perfect divine timing. So it was his time, knowing that we had a soul plan, he and I, before my birth. In the yeah. spirit, he and I had made this soul plan and that he would always be with me. So these are things I knew when he transitioned. So I didn't go through grief. I was at complete peace. But that's only because of the experience that I had three years before his transition, which that was my um, my moment of, of uh, really allowing and surrendering. I don't like the word surrender, allowing. I like the word allowing spirit, my higher self to work through me. That happened three years before his transition. So that, and that, was, yes. That yes. Gift. yes. Yes. So now share, cause I, I love the fact that you, your heart map, I, I've had the co-founder of heart math on as a guest. I love that. The heart math teaches us scientifically, because I'm I'm very the science is what woke me up spiritually. I mean, I had uh, studied, I had studied 
uh, spirituality, metaphysics, off and on for 30 years. Like you said, life gets in the way. You're raising, I was divorced, I got married young, I was divorced young, I was raising two small children by myself. So life got in the way where, but um, as far as spirituality, there was a missing piece for me. And that missing piece came from quantum physics. So that's why, so that's why I got into heart math. It's all about science proving that the heart intelligence is far, far more intelligent than what we call our brain intellect. So please share Absolutely. your experience with heart math. Well, and that was that was part of my uh, I, I was all in when I learned about heart math, which was through Greg Braden, actually. Um, Greg Braden is, a, you know, a wonderful advocate for heart math. Yes. Um, and, and I, um, you know, bought the tool and, uh, which I have on my website now. I mean, I'm, a, I'm a hundred percent, uh, all in with, with heart math. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and the experience that I had with getting myself out of that, um, that deep, you know, lower frequency emotions, um, you know, blaming myself and every other emotion that you can, um, watching myself transform just by that one thing and watching my health improve. Yes. Because when you're in those lower emotions, your health cannot thrive. Exactly. You know, your vibration is low. And so I, I was diagnosed with um, Hashimoto's, which is an immunity disease. Okay. Um, I mean, I was going downhill fast, you okay. know, because I was hanging out in those lower emotions. Yes. When I learned the science that HeartMath had about the importance of us putting ourselves in these higher emotions, you know, appreciation, uh, uh, compassion, joy. And even though I didn't feel that way, I didn't feel joyous, right. I will say, um, I was very um, cognizant that I had to work my way around the, you know, from, you know, each quadrant you know, if I was feeling down here, I just needed to be a little bit higher. Exactly. And then a little bit higher, and it's a process. So it's not like it's going to turn the, you know, lights on right. um, all of a sudden. So when I learned that math, because I have quite a bit of that that you have, uh, I really wanted proof. And there's not a lot of proof in spirituality. Right. Um, you know, we're either all in science or we're all in, you know, uh, the other way. And right. I, I didn't feel I was either. I was somewhere in the middle. I wanted, you know, proof, um, but I didn't want religion. I wanted my own connection to be right. direct. That was really what was driving me. Um, and so when I learned that math, I was like, oh, this is, yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you. So learning how it all worked, my health became, came back, my stress level, everything. So I became right off the bat. I mean, I called them directly from, I, I wasn't even home a day before I called HeartMath directly and said, how can I do this? What yes. do I need to do? And they said, well, yes. you could become a certified trainer. Yes. I said, sign me up. Yes. So, I, you know, that, that, that summer I went in, I went to California and was trained. Um, I worked with them um, actually uh, kind of as a contractor for a bit uh, on training other people. Mm -hmm. uh, so I would go around the United States and uh, uh, be a coordinator for the training for other people. 
Right. Um, and then I, and I knew that that needed to be part of what I was going to be doing in the future. Mm -hmm. And when I started doing the Akashic records, um, the record keepers said, we want to work with you because you understand the critical nature that the heart has on all of the body and the connection. And yes. I just like shivers and, and I was like, this, this all fits. Everything is happening exactly. So I've integrated that. I do my Akashic record readings different than anyone else because we all get connected first in the heart. Yes. Um, and many times with certain people, they will suggest that that person learn the heart math techniques. And I also train for free uh, mm -hmm. the heart math, math techniques every Wednesday morning. Oh, um, I, a, a group, you know, yes. everybody can do this together. So every month, Monday mo or every Wednesday morning that I'm in town. So yes. I'm a huge advocate. If every single person on this planet knew yes. about the effects of heart math and the heart, yes, we would find that oneness you're talking about. Yes. Because you can't help it when you get out of your mind and into the heart. Yes. It changes everything. It's who yes. you are. It's yes. the spirit, the essence of who you are. So that's yes. it. Very, very, no, very beautifully, beautifully, beautifully put. Humans by nature are very into the brain, intellect, and the, the brain intellect is extremely limited like the human body is extremely limited. But your heart taps into infinite wisdom infinite knowing that comes from your heart intelligence and so when you live your life from your heart and not your brain i for me my ego brain it, it has a purpose i know a lot of people put down the ego but there, the ego has the ego brain which is limited has a purpose it's a tool it's a very good yes. tool but you don't yes. want a limited tool to run your life you That's want, right. It's a process. Exactly. You want your heart, which is infinite wisdom, which is connected directly to your higher self. You want that infinite wisdom to, to be the in the driver's seat. And I said, right. I, I put my, my intellect and my ego in the passenger seat. And sometimes I'll even tell my intellect and ego to go in the back seat. Okay, yes. I'm ignoring you. I am following because a lot of times the ego and the intellect will tell you something totally opposite than what your heart is telling you. And when it's trying to tell me something opposite, I'm like, it's time for you to get in the backseat. Okay, I'm not listening to what I know right. is limited. I know my heart is, is, um, is much wiser. And even though I have no idea, so when my heart is in the driver's seat, I have no idea where I'm going. I'm like, I'm just, right. I'm going with the flow. I'm going with the ride because heart and higher self knows exactly where to take me. Right. So, and yeah. it's all about awareness in, 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 from my perspective, awareness of what you're thinking, because you can so easily go into that auto mode, right? Yes. Even when you're driving is a good analogy, yes. right? How did I get did I stop at those stop signs? You know, we do that. Uh, yes, right? yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. The mind is all busy taking us down little rabbit trails, some of which are so subconscious, 
that we don't even realize we're doing it. And so exactly. it's really about having an awareness of where your mind is and bringing it back. And I always say, when you're in alignment with your mind, with your voice, with your actions and your emotions, yes, you, you are manifesting your future now in every yes. now moment. Very true. I'm so yeah. glad you said that because that's also so important is the now. That's all That's right. the, there is no past. There is no future. All there is, is the now. And, and you only can connect heart connects to the higher self in the now moment. It doesn't do it in the past. It doesn't do it in the future. And it, and the ego and that limited ego consciousness doesn't like the now moment. No, <laughs> that it, no, it wants to be. It wants to be fretting about the past, or planning, or worrying about the future. But it doesn't That's like right. being in the now. The now is like it because when you're in the now, when you're present, that is when you connect to higher self. That is That's so. Right. Yes, yes, very true, very true. And it's to me, it's all these simple things that became true. And for me, it wasn't actually evidence from science it was one sentence in science from science from a science documentary what the bleep one sentence that wow, was the, the key to my awakening and that one sentence was lynn mctaggart i don't know if you're familiar with her i know her very well i conduct a power of eight group every wednesday okay very well she was in what the bleep and yes, she exactly. said, and I watched What the Bleep from beginning to end, both the extended, the original and the extended version. But she said one sentence that was a key to my awakening. She said, the biggest problem in the world today is the illusion of separation. And when she said that, something, it wasn't an intellectual thing for me. It was a heart and soul awakening when she said that, the biggest problem in the world is the illusion of separation, I said, I knew inside, I knew that was truth. And it's a simple truth that we, everything is one. We are all connected. We are all source. We're all universe. We're all God. My favorite quote is Rumi, you're not a drop in the ocean. You're the entire ocean in a drop. So each yeah. one of us is all of God, not a piece of God, but all of God in a drop. And when I truly got that inward, not here, but here. So people get it intellectually. That's not where you need to get it. You got to get it knowing from the heart. And when you know that, it's very simple. To me, that's so simple, knowing that truth would solve every single problem that mankind has right now. It's just one thing, knowing that we're all one. It's a knowing. And it's a universal truth that cannot be disputed. It's That's everywhere right. you look. It's in nature. It's everywhere you look. It shows you that the universe is holographic and we are holographic aspects of the universe, God, source, whatever name you want to give it, doesn't right. matter the name, but that we are it in a drop. We are all of it in a drop. Yeah. And we're all vibrating at a, at a, a specific frequency, including the earth. Yes. Uh, our heart, the earth, 
have always been the, you know, the Schumann resonance, as you know, yes. uh, have been in sync, but yes. the earth now changing its, uh, you know, frequency is moving up and it it's is. changing us yes. and it's changing us. We're moving with it. So we're, you know, we're in a metamorphosis state exactly. uh, at this time. Exactly. So, uh, which is why there's so much, you know, chaos. There has to be, when, when things are breaking down to be rebuilt, there's chaos. So um, exactly. it's all part of, and that's why it's planetary because it's happening on the planet. It's coming from the sun. It's galactic. It's, uh, it's, it's really incredible times right now. And, it's, it's and we wonderful need stability right now. Yes. yes. It's and we need stability in this energy. So having that heart map, practice to be able to do you know like this it's not like i'm going to go away and meditate so the world needs to stop no you can drive while you're while you're doing heart math breathing and you can do it right before a meeting and you know yes 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 it's a wonderful thing very true what you're saying is the frequency everything is frequency and raising your vibration is the key and yes the earth is everything is living everything every tree every plant every animal everything Rock. is god and and mother earth gaia is a, a living being and she is raising her frequency so everything on her has to raise the frequency and we are living in the time of the beginning of the mass awakening that is what that is the message I got strongly from spirit March of this year. And ever since that, knowing that we are at the beginning of the human mass awakening, I have been in the state of bliss. I have been, I now I see what's going on and I don't want, yes. I stopped watching news 19 years ago. That was a direct yeah. order to yes. turn it off and don't ever turn it back on. And at that time, that's how we, that's yeah. how we can know because we're not yes. listening to the inputs. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So I and at the time when when higher self told me to turn it off, I didn't know why. I really I'm like, why? <laughs> and of course I didn't get an answer, but I was obedient. And then many, many years later I learned why. Because the news deliberately tries to lower our frequency. That's, That's deliberate. Right. They're paid to they're paid to put us in a state of fear. They're paid to lower our okay. frequency. And so when I got it, I'm like, oh, because everything is frequency and my higher yeah. self wanted me to keep my frequency high. So That's I right. know exactly what's going on in the world today. I don't have to watch the news to know what's going on. But I have That's been right. in a state of bliss knowing that we are at the beginning of the mask awakening and Gaia is taking us to a higher level. Mother Gaia, we we're going with, we have to go with her. And like you said, the old the old systems have to break down so we can build a new. And and the thing is, we're we're going through that breakdown birthing process right now. And the breakdown and the birthing process can be very uncomfortable. You had three children, I birthed two children so i we know that that birthing process is not the easiest trend you know but once you're holding that newborn baby in your hand you're like you you forget all about that birth the labor you forget also 
Right now, humanity is going through labor pains. And, I am, and I'm actually doing what I did when I was in labor with Kyle. When I was in labor with Kyle, I was on such a high. I didn't even feel the, lab, the contractions. Matter of fact, you know, I was in a birthing room and you know how they put those monitors, you know, to, so the nurses can tell when you're in a, having a contraction. And I'm, in, I'm laughing while I'm having a contraction. And the nurse is looking over at me, you're having a contraction. And I'm like, yeah, so? <laughs> so actually, I did that with Kyle. Now, I had intended, this is an 84, and I had intended to have Kyle, they had a birthing room, have Kyle and go home. I wasn't gonna stay in the hospital, not even the night. But of course, Kyle had to change things up. He wrapped the cord around his head. So I had to end up having an emergency C-section. But until, until they realized, uh oh, because when the cord started to come out before he, it was like they could see the cord coming out before his head. The, the, the doctor literally pushed him back, like not shoved him, but gradually pushed him back in me so he wouldn't come out because they didn't want him to strangle himself with the cord. And she's on top of the gurney. They switched me to a gurney to take me to the, the emergency room. Now, at that time, I was like, I'm dead. I'm, it's done. I was like in party mode up until they like, oh, we got to get you into the OR emergency seizure. And then I'm just thinking, okay, it's over. I'm done. <laughs> I just, but because <laughs> they were freaking out. It's called a bus kill. Yeah, no, well, yeah, it was a buzzkill, but they were freaking out. I'm like, the nurses and the doctors are freaking out. So I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm like, okay, I'm just done. I'm dead because they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> but they, so they rushed me into the OR. They put me under, and so I'm out. And But uh, the, the C-section went fine, and Kyle was fine, but it was like, but so I, I, it's such a, that Kyle's birth is such a great analogy for me, for what's happening now, because humanity is going through labor pains right now. And I am as high as a kite. So <laughs> it's such a great analogy. Yeah, it really is. It yeah. really is. It is exciting times, but it, you know, it's also uncomfortable for a lot of people. Especially yes. if they don't know what's happening. They don't exactly. know. Exactly. They don't know the, 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 the ground beneath them is turning to sand. And, um, you know, and, and we are in a position where we have to stand up and, you know, say no to certain things. And we're in that position to have to do that. Um, but if, you know, if, if people don't do their own homework, right. they just believe everything they hear, exactly. then then they're going to be in a, an acute state of fear. And that uh, is contributing to the unity consciousness, which is, um, yes. you know, also lowering the vibration, which was the whole point. So yes. Um, yes. we need to work together to help everyone stay centered, yes. stay in their highest place, have an awareness where their mind is, yes. and stay in this alignment. Um, yes. It's just, you know, what I hear from the record keepers, it's what I know to be true for myself. Yes. So. Very, very true. I've been saying for the past six months, I'm inviting everybody to come up in frequency with me. I, and I can see, and I have, I have love, compassion, and healing for those that are in that state yeah. of fear, that for those that are just 
listening to that mainstream news, which is being paid to put you in a state of fear. That is just the bottom line. And anybody with eyes to see can see that. Um, even people I know that are not spiritual, it's like, I turned off that stupid news because I can right. see what it's doing. I mean, yeah. really, it's like, open your eyes. I said, I've been saying since uh, September of 2019, I've been saying 20, the year 2020 is the year of clear vision. And I've done a five-part series on my YouTube channel say, 2020, year of clear vision, open your eyes open your eyes because it's right there in front of your face now if you really just if you look at the news the mainstream news over the past six months what has it been doing just trying to put you in a state of fear that is right. so obvious it's been doing it for eons but the last right. six months it's it's ramped up that fear it's like okay we need yeah. to lower your frequency. We need to keep you in that state of fear because that's how we take your power. We are, we are sovereign, divine beings of light. That is who we are. And that's the right. only way, and I use the word sovereign first, meaning we are sovereign divine beings of light. And the only way we give away our power is when we lower our frequency and put ourselves in a state of fear and that's how we give away. We're giving away our power when we do that. So when yeah. we remember who we truly are and say, no, I'm not giving away my power. No, that's all we have to do. We don't have to protest. We don't have to riot. All we have to do is say, no, I'm not giving you my power. That's right. Yes. yes. I do not consent. I do that not is right. consent. Exactly. That's all. And yep. it's, it's awesome, awesome, awesome. This is great. Now, sh uh, share more with me about the Akashic Records, because I love Edgar Casey, and yes. I, I, just, I, I just love all the information I've learned about the Akashic Records. Share with our listeners um, more about that. Yes. Well, it, it is, Edgar Casey is how I became really sort of... Um, you know, so curious about what it is. And then I started reading all this science. Science proves that the, uh, that there's an Akash, that, that there truly is a place that holds all knowledge yes. of every human, their actions, their thoughts, and their deeds. Yes. And it is, it is, it is a place in space uh, yes. around, um, uh, the planet around earth. And, uh, and you have to have um, permission. You can't just go in and ask about someone if, if someone wants to know about someone else. Right. Um, you know, there's a process and it's, a, it's quite a, a heavy process where you have to ask permission mm -hmm. and uh, wait to get it. And right. my, my uh, permission comes to me as a physical feeling. Okay. Um, so that I know that I'm in the records. Mm -hmm. uh, and then basically it's, it's really to me, and I, this is not, this is not backed up in any writings anywhere, but to me, the Akashic record keepers, when they're speaking, they're kind of like the middleman between your team of light, which is your angels, your ancestors, your ascended masters, your mm -hmm. guides, all of them right. and your higher self. Yes. Uh, 
kind of pulling together and then of course the records and they're pulling in all this information i'm finding that it's sort of a team you team know effort. it's a team effort yes. to show you as a person what it is that perhaps might be the best thing for you to see mm -hmm. and that's how i see it so i look at it as a you know opportunity for growth yes and you can either take it or leave it it's you know free will right right we all have free will exactly but a lot of the time you know in this energy right now i'm noticing that a lot of the time they're saying in the fourth dimension energy this is the time to let go of all the heaviness that happened to you as a child in relationships and all of that back in that very dense 3d Yes. uh energy it's now this is transition this is the transition energy yes. so everything is manifesting quicker yes in this energy that's so yes. now is the time even if you worked your whole life to try to release certain things that had happened in childhood right you can do so much quicker now and you should because you don't want to pull any of that heaviness into the fifth dimension right and that's where we're heading exactly so I call this, well, I don't call this, the record keepers call this the rehearsal energy. Okay. Awesome. So you're going out on stage, you're playing your role, and you're going, now, is, does this role really make sense anymore? Do I really need to be that character? Or can I be the new character that's going to live this amazing, perfect, beautiful life in the fifth dimension? This yes. is the moment, this is the energy to make those changes. I agree with you a thousand percent. I say this, I say we can't, we cannot take baggage. Let's just say we cannot take the 3D baggage with us to the fifth dimension. It's like if you're like, just let's use it as the airport analogy. Say you're, you're, you're trying to get on a plane and you got all this baggage. You got, you know, all this baggage from 3D, you get to that gate to 5D, and they're like, no, 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 no. That baggage is, you can't fit through the door with that baggage, you just can't. You gotta leave that baggage. And the baggage is, like you said, not just from this lifetime, because we all have baggage from childhood and all of that, not just, we are clearing, and we came to do this, we are clearing all of this life's baggage, but ancestral baggage, we're clearing all of the baggage here and now, 2020 is the year to clear all that baggage from past uh, 3D, from 3D. And then we're entering into 5D, which when we go to 5D, when we enter into 5D, we're gonna be no bags, no bags with us. And it's got 5D, is heaven on earth that's that exactly what is. yes and that's why that's why they're always saying practice now heaven on earth and practice now having this alignment because what you think feel um and your actions and speak will manifest just like that so practice now in this energy yes. so that when you get there yes. you are prepared for what you're going to bring to yourself I also say that uh, through the record keepers, um, that telepathy is going to be um, more and more common. Yes. Uh, we, it's not that we will stop speaking, but we already feel everything that's going on with someone in their field, right? 
Yes. Uh, you walk into the room and you know something happened. Yes. It's either really good energy or it's really bad energy, but you know, you feel mm -hmm. it one way or right. the other. And that's, so we already have that ability, right? To, to feel what's happening through unity consciousness, through the power yes. of one. Yes. But the secondary part of that is telepathy. So there will be no secrets. Exactly. Package our answers. We can't be sales people. Right. And we can't get out of alignment, right? Right. right. No, I, I got this big smile no, on my face because you're absolutely right. In fifth dimension, you cannot lie because the person, we will have the ability to read people's minds because of that interconnectedness that we speak of of the oneness and in and in unity that's that see 3d is the separation consciousness 5d is unity consciousness that we know that's when everybody on earth knows we are one and you can't walk into a room and lie to somebody because that person can read your mind it's like yeah you know why do you fool You know, there will be no such thing as lying. It's like, can't lie. That person can read my mind. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So that's why this is universal. This is like, now's yeah. your time, folks. And yeah. there's a lot of people that won't make it into 5D. Exactly. Um, because they can't make the transition. They just can't. They um, haven't chose to this lifetime, which is fine. That's, right. that's no judgment. For those who That's have not chose to, not every soul has chosen to awaken in this time. That's and it's no judgment. They just make, for their soul's evolution, they need a little bit more time in 3D. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. But for those who are awakening, right, um, this is the time to make those um, beautiful uh, choices that change everything, that heaven on earth. Um, absolutely. So um, it's exciting times for sure. Oh, it's it's so exciting. That's why I say it's so exciting when you are fully awake. You know, it really is. And it's not that. So I want to clearly let people know it's not that for us that are awake and we are, our vibration is up here. Like I tell you, I've been saying since since March, I'm in a state of bliss and I'm inviting everybody up to that state, you know, but it's not like, it's not like I'm supposed to lower my frequency because there are so many in a state of fear. What I do compassionately send them love, light and healing, but it's not about me lowering my frequency. It's like, it's like, you know, if someone's ill, you want them to be well, but you, it's not about you getting ill to get them well. You know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. you, you have to, and the best way for us to help them get well is for us to keep our vibration high. Because by yes. us keeping our vibration high, all of us that are awakened and we keep, we are affecting the entire universe with our vibration. That's so the more we, so we're in, we're actually sending them more love and light by staying up there and yes. not going down. That's yeah. right, raising the ships. And I I also say that we can't always um, that we can't always know if love and light is the right thing. Also, I mean, in most cases it is, but sometimes it's enough to just wish someone the highest and the best. Right. Because we don't know what their path is, and exactly. especially 
someone is ill, perhaps their path really is to not be here anymore. Right. And we want them just to have a beautiful transition. So, because as you mentioned so beautifully, you know, we all make these decisions before we come here. Exactly. So the family, the, how long we'll be here, what's going to happen, with the, if we're going to be a catalyst for someone else in our family, whatever those things are, uh, we make those decisions. So exactly. the best has become a little bit more of my sort of mantra, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, just because I want everyone to feel fully, yes. fulfill fully yes. their, their life's purpose, their soul's purpose. Exactly. That's so true. And I always say everything, no matter how it appears with our 3D site, which is very limited. And I go into, in my presentation that I do, I go into the science about how limited our human senses are. I'll never forget in seventh grade when my science teacher said, nothing is truly solid. When we were studying atoms in seventh grade and that really, what? What do you mean? Nothing is truly solid. And we know that from science. You yeah. know that. So we know how limited our senses are. So I say that from our limited senses, things seem, oh my God, but no, 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 no. In truth, from the soul perspective, from the spirit perspective, everything, everything is happening in perfect divine timing. And perfect divine order and it's all good it's all and there's a quote in the bible count it all joy because it's all good it's all perfect and divine time so you're right when i i do i do say i know that every you can't that's why i said there is no judgment and no um no um no judgment and no condemnation in oneness because you know that soul is on their soul journey and you can't judge another's path you have to allow them that's the best way to love a person yes. is to allow them to be who they truly are that's right share in love and light but you have to allow them to be who they truly are that is the best way to love someone yep. yes now please tina Please share. Now, you spell Tina differently than most people. You spell Tina, T-E-E-N-A. Please yeah. share how our listeners can find you. Where can yeah. they go to find well, you? Well, I always say my first name was my gift from my mother. That's, that's my legal name. It's not short or long for anything. Um, and then my legal name, my born name, is from my father, and that's Crystal, C-H-R-I-S-T-E-L. Uh, so, uh, healingheartist.com is my website. Um, uh, so I have a couple of websites. I've, I've done a lot of things, but that's my main website, uh, healingheartist.com. And I do some heart math training. I do my free training every Wednesday that I mentioned. Yes. Um, if I could get the entire planet practicing heart math, yes. I would be so happy. That's why I will never charge anyone yes. ever. Yes. Um, I'm the do. same way. I, I don't charge for anything I do. I've been doing, yeah. especially since March, I've been doing quite a bit of mentoring. And I never charge. There is a donation button on my website. But everything I do 
is nonprofit because it's it's what I'm supposed to do. So for me, it's yeah. like I can't charge for what I'm supposed to do. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not I'm not in a position where I can do that. So I do have to charge, but okay. I, I don't charge for li- for for learning the technology. Right. Uh, Right. And, or, and I'm sorry, not the technology, for learning the, the basic practice. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes, yes. The basic yes. And the thing, uh, the, thing, the thing I love about HeartMath, because they talk about, because some spiritual people want to say, oh, the ego is a bad, the, the ego, it's not that the intellect or the ego is a bad thing. No, it's a tool. And it's a tool we have while we're here in this physical realm. But the thing I love about HeartMath is what they do. It's called coherence where they align the heart with the brain. It's like, That's it's right. called coherence. So it's like the heart is in the lead, but it's in, in alignment with that ego uh, intellectual brain. Yes. Right. And if we didn't have the ego, what would propel us forward to do something more? Exactly. We would all be kind of like hanging out going, oh, everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> yes. You know, it, 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 it makes us want to do more. So, yes. um, you know, there, there's, there's plenty of reasons that we need that brain. We also oh, have yes. a pineal gland. You know? So yeah. there's, there's plenty of reasons, but we don't want it to, to pretend that it is us. Exactly. That's where we draw the line because it is not us. Exactly. It is a, it is a tool for us that is our soul. Exactly. Yeah. Very, very true. Thank, this has been such a wonderful conversation. This is why I, I launched the um, Awake to Oneness Radio six years ago or five and a half years ago because I wanted to have more and more conversations like this with people that are awakened that I can share with the world. And so this, is, this has been amazing and wonderful. And we are definitely going to stay. I have been to it. You're in Arizona, correct? Yes, yes. I've been there a couple of times for conferences, so I'm definitely going to keep, actually, I want to go in December um, for the winter solstice. I want to go to Sedona. I've never, I've been to Arizona several times, but never to Sedona. So I feel like because of the the vortex and the energy there, that's where I want to be for the winter solstice this year. Yes. Good choice. Yes. Good Yes. Matter of fact, well, you look me up when you, you come through. Sorry. I said, look me up when you come through. I will. I, will I, I let me, I will say this, um, inviting you and, and all my listeners to celebrate with me that day, December 21st, 2020. It's a very important day galactic, galactically where the winter yeah. solstice is a very important day. And I want to be celebrating and so I'll have, um, I haven't made any solid plans yet, but I'm going to have links on my website for anyone who wants to partake in that celebration in person and online. So not just, um, so people who want to be there physically or people who want to be with us online. So that I'm, I'm inviting the world. It's a world invitation to celebrate humanity's awakening on December 21st, 2020. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We will definitely keep in touch. Thank you. You got it. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay. Bye. 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 Hi. I hope you enjoyed that 
conversation with Tina. It was a really great conversation. Uh, she was recommended to me um, to be a guest on my show by another guest of mine. And I didn't realize until we were talking that she also has her son in spirit who transitioned the same year Kyle transitioned. It was almost a month apart when they had transitioned. So I didn't realize that until um, having the conversation with her. It was a great, great uh, conversation and I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. Um, I also wanna invite anyone who is interested in a mentoring session with me. Um, I am offering a free mentoring session. You just go to my website, awake to onenessradio.org and contact me if you're interested in a mentoring session. I also am hosting monthly Zoom gatherings. We just had one last night, which was September 24th, but the next one will be October 22nd um, at 8 p.m. Eastern. That is a Thursday evening. Um, so October 22nd at 8 p.m is the next online Zoom gathering. All are welcome. Um, also, um, I, am, I am hosting a celebration on uh, the winter solstice, which is December 21st, 2020, a very important day for humanity. And so the celebration will be for humanity's awakening. So I will be celebrating in Sedona and hosting from Sedona. It will be an in-person and online event. So anyone interested is welcome to connect with me in person that day and also um, um, enjoy the event from online. Again, it's, the event is just now coming together. So I will give details to that event as they unfold. Also on my website, you can find a page for free online events that are holistic health, healthy holistic events. And you can find that on my website under free online events. Everything I do is for free because it is a calling and a passion and it's my mission. It's why it's the purpose of me being here. So I do um, have a donation button on my website. And if you're interested in helping su to support Awake to Oneness Radio, you can go to the website. You can pledge a dollar or $5 a month to help support Awake to Oneness Radio. Thank you so much. Love you all. Have an amazing weekend. See you soon. Bye-bye.